Hey everybody, Paul Turner here from thedisciplesproject.net. Currently, it is super, super cold here in the state of Alabama. Got a freeze warning, snow on the ground, all kinds of craziness happening here, which is why it's awesome that I can come down into my nice little warm bunker down here in the basement of the house and come to you guys and talk about youth ministry and talk about the five questions we should talk to our uh, volunteers about. And uh, a couple of things before we jump into that today. Uh, Something new for 2018 that if you're interested in this sort of thing, uh, I actually go out and speak occasionally. I do some trainings, uh, I do some workshops. And if you go to thedisciplesproject.net, you can go to book me and you can get some more information on that. Just put in your name and email and hit me up. Let me know what you uh, would like me to come do because I speak to youth groups. uh, I speak at camps, retreats, all that kind of good stuff. So if you're in need of a speaker, please let me know. I would love to be able to serve you and your young people. Also, uh, this series is a five-part series. And let me tell you what, I'm going to be putting this all together into one little um, you know, PDF here. So if you're not uh, on the uh, Fresh Impact newsletter, you want to go to, once again, the discipleproject.net, go to resources, click on that, and uh, you can sign up for the Fresh Impact newsletter, and it will get into your inbox, and I'm sending that out to uh, to those folks that are signed up. So if you're not signed up yet, you will want to get signed up, and you will have all this uh, goodness, and plus a few little bonus features in there, things like that, that maybe I don't talk about on the podcast, but will be in the PDF. So you want to be in that. Uh, also, uh, lastly, um, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. If you're not subscribed already, or if you have not left a review, I would sure love for you to have to leave a review that if you're a regular listener of this and you've not done it yet, I sure would appreciate some stars and a review because uh, it helps it get found in search and on iTunes and all that kind of good stuff. So if you'll do that, that'd be great. You're brand spanking new to the show. Thank you for coming. Thank you for joining and hanging out for a while, checking out the podcast. Hopefully you will enjoy it and enjoy it enough to subscribe to it. So all right, so let's jump into today's question. This is question number two uh, in our five questions that you'd want to ask. And by these questions, these questions are not just for reevaluation. You know, I use them as reevaluation, but you can use them for, you know, to evaluate, you know, uh, you know, new recruits. And if you're recruiting somebody, these could be questions that you ask uh, new people that are trying to come onto your team uh, to help gauge whether or not they're going to be um, right for your team, you know? And we're going to get into some other things. Uh, some other questions are going to help as well. But uh, these questions can be used in uh, in all kinds of formats. So don't be limited to, uh, you know, just use them as reevaluation, but use them also, by the way, on yourself, right? These are self-evaluation tools that you can use. These are questions that you can ask yourself. And uh, in our first episode... Uh, that we did of this, um, which was the last episode. Uh, The first question was, why does this youth ministry need you? And uh, the follow-up to that was, uh, why uh, why do you need this youth ministry? You know, both of those are are good bookend questions. And I think that's a a viable question that you need to ask yourself. You know, why do I need this youth ministry, right? Why do I need this youth ministry? And why does this youth ministry need me? It's a great opportunity for you to answer some, maybe some deeper questions that uh, you're going through yourself. Now, part two today is uh, the the second question here is, uh, is talking about passion level, right? What's your passion level? 
And, um, and you know, I, I know when we think about passion level, we think about the outward explosion, excitement, uh, all those kind of good things. Uh, but that's, I mean, that's part of it. Yes, we want enthusiasm, right? That's kind of the key word there, right? Are they enthusiastic? Do they want to be there, right? That's the outward part. But I'd also say the other part of that is the laser beam focus of passion that says, look, I'm dialed in, right? Not just to the uh, the the extra things, not just to the explosive things, but I'm also dialed into the mission and the vision of the youth ministry. And once again, let me offer a caveat to as well, because some of you have smaller uh, youth ministry. Now, if you have a large youth ministry, you have a large uh, swath of uh, potential volunteers. Smaller churches do not have that great opportunity. We have what we have. We are, and that's why even more so these questions are are important, you know, because we want to make sure that the, the people we do have in our limited choices, maybe, are, are good choices, are right choices, and we're trying to lead them along. We're trying to help them along um, to, be, uh, to be the best volunteers they can be. And so in saying that, I just want to make sure that when we're thinking about volunteers, uh, I, you know, I, these, are, these are deeper questions. I understand it. I have a great group of volunteers. Uh, my folks are, they're hardworking people just like yours volunteers are. They work all day. They, uh, you know, whether it's doing handiwork or whether it's doing, uh, you know, working at Walmart or whatever it is, many of our volunteers come in tired. They come in they want to help. They want to do. And so I am sympathetic to that. I just want to say this. I am sympathetic to uh, to volunteers everywhere. Your volunteers, my volunteers who, who just, man, they just want to come give their best. And we are caught many times in between, uh, you know, being the absolute best we can be and getting just kind of squeaking by. And my hope is that these questions are going to maybe dislodge something, right? Uh, once again, your volunteers and my volunteers may not always bring the level of enthusiasm we want, the outward passion, but they can always bring the inner passion. They can always bring the the inner vision that says, I understand what you're doing and I'm here to, to help do that. And so engaging this, so what, what do I do to... Um, to, to measure this, right? I, and you're going to think this is silly. You may think this is just weird, but I know of a lot of youth workers who struggle with this, and it's the fact is, are they showing up? Do you have some youth groups run by committee, and not all these committee people show up and do their part? It just happens. And and so uh, part one of this uh, passion level is by saying, listen, if you're showing up and you're breathing, that's a, that's pretty good. That's more than a lot of volunteers give. That's, and when they come up, and by the way, when they show up regularly, that's amazing. I have volunteers who show up week in, week out, tired, not tired. They give me their best, and I am. they make me so proud when they do that because I know that I can't do youth ministry without them. They show up. They don't always have the outward enthusiasm necessarily, but I don't necessarily, I don't doubt their inward passion to participate, to be valued, to offer something to the kids that we have. And so that's number one is what is your passion level? Do you show up, right? You know, you can, that's something we can easily tell what their, what their passion level is, right? Um, By simply gauging that as if they're showing up or not. If they're not showing up, then I would say their passion level is probably pretty low. Uh, The second thing I'm looking at is are they participating and engaging, right? Uh, And when I'm asking them this question, what is your passion level, right? 
I, I can give them, say, if you say, look, on a scale of 1 to 10, is it a 1 being super low, 10, and, and you know, super high, I am thrilled to be here. Well, you're going to be able to gauge some of this pushback, right? You can push back a little bit on this by saying, well, listen, I noticed you're gone three out of <laughs> three weeks out of a month. Um, I don't know, I, I, I know, you know, and your passion level is not quite as high as even when you're here the, <clears throat> the one week that you're here. And so when you ask somebody their passion level, you're gauging uh, based on some outward things that you're seeing, uh, and you're giving them an opportunity. You're giving volunteers. This is also uh, a way for, for volunteers to almost uh, even get out of a responsibility that maybe they're not fit for this. They can say, listen, I'm at a, I'm at a one right now, and here's why right? Work has been hard, family, kids, all these very various things. And you may be able to say to them, say, listen, well, maybe you need a break. Maybe you need to take a step back. Uh, or maybe I need to shift your responsibilities to where you're not needed here every week, right? And so this gives us an opportunity to, to balance their answer to the question, what is your passion level, to some things that we're seeing. And the first thing is, like I said, is showing up. Are they showing up? How often are they showing up? All that kind of good stuff. Uh, you may even want to keep attendance if that's you know your thing and that's what you need to do and say okay I'm I'm going to keep attendance this year I'm going to whoever's here I'm going to mark it down and I noticed you know you were here fifty percent of the time and the fifty percent of the time you were here your passion level is probably about four we maybe need to reevaluate that uh, the second thing that we can use uh, when we ask the question what is your passion level we're also looking for things like participation and engagement. Like I said, uh, you know, we have a couch in our youth room. You maybe have heard me talk about this before in previous episodes. And I really hate the couch uh, because it becomes that landing spot of just, you know, laziness and, and all these things. And I'm like, oh, you know what? You know, it did. It really, as they used to say, chapped my hide, you know, when, when those things would happen, you know. Um, but I've had to shift my mindset to why aren't you, and it's not that they are with the kids, right? We say, why aren't you with the kids? And we listen, I know we can't, you know, we're not trying to, you know, dig for deep, deep gold here necessarily, right? But the question is, you know, why aren't you with the kids? We need to maybe sh shift that question to are you and God engaged, right? It's, it's easy to tell whether or not, you know, uh, volunteers are engaged with students because you see them talking with them, things like that. Uh, you know, or not, if they're huddled up with other volunteers talking about grown-up stuff. But uh, the other thing we have to look at is, are our volunteers engaged with the Lord himself? Uh, and, you know, I can make mountains out of molehills. I can. I can make a big deal about stuff that really doesn't matter. And um, let me just say, there's nothing spiritually significant about adults standing or sitting with kids in worship, Okay. There's nothing like, uh, there, there's, you know, if you say, why aren't you sitting with the kids or why aren't you, that, that I have to switch my focus from that to, you know, uh, you know, our kids aren't better worshipers because our adults are, are standing or sitting with them. What I am looking for in our adults is, are they engaged during worship? And you say, well, Paul, if they're engaged during worship, then they're not watching the kids. Listen, if you have disciplinary problems, I can absolutely see where adults sit in with certain kids to help them keep them focused. Maybe it's a squirrely middle school student. Maybe it's a couple who can't quit holding hands or touching each other. Whatever that may be, if you feel like you need to put an adult there for that, then absolutely. That's, you know, there, there's a responsibility there. 
our students and our youth ministry are, are you know, they have issues, but there's no disciplinary problems. I never have a, I, I've never, I don't believe I have ever had in this youth ministry a disciplinary problem. Well, I can't say that. Maybe first year. The first year, maybe there was some. But after that, I don't think there was very many. So, um, but we haven't had a lot of discipline problems. So I don't need a bunch of, you know, mafia, you know, like, volunteers and try to control a mob here. Uh, what I do need is I need adults who come in and be honest with you, some of these adults, uh, you know, I, they, they need to worship. They need to be engaged in that part because they're, you know, they don't need to just serve. They need to be engaged with the worship and fill up themselves, you know, because they've had a hard day. They've worked hard and they need to engage with the Lord and let the Lord minister to them. Um, you know, but in the end, listen, I ask, are, are my leaders, are they worshiping or are they disengaged? It's important that I not judge them. You know, these are grown people with jobs and lives, but I must always remind them that they are examples, right? I'm also looking at the kind of conversations they're having with kids, right? They're, uh, you know, are there, are they seeking to uplift kids or are there conversations about nothing, right? You can, so many of these, you know, conversations are just nothing. They're not, they're not dialed in. They're not focused. They're not trying to elevate the conversation to try to get a kid to understand where they're at with the Lord or steps they need to take. Or you know, listen, I know it all starts somewhere, but I want to make sure that the the uh, the conversation is ascending versus descending, right? Um, and so I want to make sure that they're having intentional relationships in order to lead kids further along in their relationship with God. Engagement is ultimately in the details and visible in the fruit that is being produced, okay? Let me say that again. Engagement is ultimately in the details and visible in the fruit that is being produced. My eyes are not drawn to, there's a lot of activity, right? But my eyes are not drawn to activity. My eyes are drawn to progress. Are students making progress because of the engagement of our adults? And, and once again, these are volunteers. They're not professionals, they're not professional youth workers. They're not professional counselors. They're not professional anything. I just have to, for me and my my anal ways, I guess, I just have to have a way to measure these things. And I tell my volunteers this. I know they know me. They know what I'm about. But they know that I have my, my deepest heart, my deepest passion is that they're growing in their relationship with Christ so that they can help others grow in their relationship uh, in, you know, in Christ's students. So... The third and final thing that I would say is this, is as we're evaluating our volunteers and we ask them, what is your passion level? What is exciting you about this youth ministry? Are you excited to be here? Are you excited to talk and uh, lift up kids? Are you excited to engage with them, right? Or what is your passion level for that? The third part that I use is, am I asking them to fulfill roles and responsibilities? You know, if, if, uh, if adults come in and they don't have any jobs, this is going to get to another question down, down the road, that I'm doing my adult volunteers a disservice. You know, I text my team. I text my team a couple times a week. You know, I let them know about what's going on. I offer several opportunities on how uh, they can add value, you know, to the meeting that's coming up, certain jobs, certain responsibilities. I even, you know, infuse a little suggestions to the worship team. You know, this song might be good for tonight. Uh, all those kind of things. You know, I also call them individually. And uh, I give them opportunity, you know, uh, both from a broad base that says, what would you like to do tonight? Here's five things you can do. Uh, what would you like to do? To something very specific that I think that an adult in our group would be very good at. 
And I would say, listen, can you do the game? Can you do food? Can you do something? So that's, you know, having those, that, that part there can up the passion level is when I give them responsibilities, when I give them accountability, when I give them those things, then their passion level can actually soar. It can go up, you know? And, uh, and so we have to remember that, that responsibilities and, and roles and those things uh, can increase the passion level. We don't want to overwhelm them, which in overwhelming them, we then decrease maybe their passion level, but we can, but, but, but roles and responsibilities can increase those things. You know, and I've been, uh, give me an example, I've been to several bookstores lately and it's this time of the year where bookstores, uh, you know, collect uh, books, right? Uh, it was at Christmas time, and and they're collecting books for hospitals, schools, things like that. And the girl asked me, "Would you like to purchase a book for X for the the children's hospital?" And she continued. She says, "If you're feeling extra generous, this is the last in a particular series of books." Now that series she pointed out was like a fifty dollar set of books. But I say, God bless her. Not only did she ask me if I wanted to do something, she then upped the level and said, and this is the last, <laughs> this is the last of this series. And I have to say, I appreciate that. Now, listen, I said no on the, the $50 deal. You know, I, listen, I, I'm a generous guy, but 50 bucks at Christmas time was a lot of money. So I went ahead and did it. So listen, I wasn't necessarily feeling extra generous, but she had me because she asked me. And partly with that, when we have to be brave enough to ask and say, would you do this? Would you try this? Would you do this for four weeks? Would you, you know, you give an option. You say, hey, I would like you to do basic X in the youth ministry. Or you can say, listen, uh, you can do basic X or you can be greeter at the door or you can do uh, be a small group leader, right? You're measuring the level there of where their passion is. Not necessarily based on talent. Those are other things you have to look at. Can they, are they gifted? Are they other things? But at least to measure where they want to go, where they want to be. They may not be ready for the $50 books, but they can do something basic. You know, what I understand is that I cannot hide behind technology. I cannot lead by text. You know, I have to lead face-to-face with human uh, connection and interaction. You know, it's easy to say no uh, to or ignore a text, a Facebook post, all those kind of things. It's much harder to say no to a real person or to a real need. And I think that's where we're at. I think that's just the place we have to be, that we can't lead through technology, we have to lead face-to-face. We have to be able to ask the hard ask, can you go to the retreat? Can you go? I've tried, listen, We have youth convention coming up for us, and I've asked several people. And uh, you know what? I know they're busy. I know they have things going on. But you know what? I'm committed to asking. Because I've asked, I have gotten some of the volunteers that I have wanted for this youth convention uh, two-day deal uh, that we're going to. And so uh, I would not have had them though, had I not asked or had I maybe sent them a text. And so, uh, you know, the ask is there. You have to be able to ask and do those things. So, but I think that's it guys. That's the, uh, that's the second question we ask is what's your passion level. And I think that's a question we have to ask ourselves. And it's a question we should ask our volunteers right now, currently at this moment, what's your 
passion level, and then begin to evaluate those things based on some of the other measurements that I kind of set up there. So, but that's it for today, guys. I appreciate you guys hanging out, being a part of the podcast today. Don't forget, uh, go to the website, thedisciplesproject.net. Lots of resources there. Sign up for the newsletter, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, and be sure to go ahead and sign uh, up on iTunes to subscribe and get these into your feed and all that kind of good stuff. So, but thank you guys. Appreciate you guys being here. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Talk to you later.